batting for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. MYYST podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Christian, once again, on vacation. Dude just takes nonstop vacations now. God. And I'm with your boy, Stat Guy Ryan. So, Yankee salvage uh, what could have been a, a an end to a crappy series. Mm-hmm. Um, after taking the first game, they lose two in a row. The world was coming to an end, according to every single uh, Yankee fan on Twitter. Yeah, it's funny how just two losses, everybody, uh, not everybody, but it, it, that, that narrative does get pushed it's out there. I mean, you, it's insane. It's just tough. It's just tough for it's like some people to grasp the concept of 162 games, how many games they, they just play, think of it know? like this, like in your life, when you are, when, yeah. when you're like performing something for somebody mm-hmm. at a job, yeah. doesn't it get to a point where you are so good for so long that if you do slip up here or there, or maybe you're having an off week, something like that, that you deserve from your it's boss. Like excused. Right. You deserve to that confidence, yeah. right? That right. like, yeah, you know what? Couple That's off good days. Way to look at it. Right. But couple off days, but you know what? You know, I'm going to turn it back around. If I'm off a little bit, you know, I'm going to come out there and I'm going to beat them on Sunday. And that's exactly what they did. Now, and Tanaka, man, Jesus! You know that was their first win of the season where they didn't score, or it was two runs or less. That was their first win. Really? Yeah. That was that's a good stat. Did you see that somewhere? Yeah. No, I didn't. Or you found that, that? I found. I saw it on Twitter. I guess. Yeah. That I when I was thinking about it, was it less than two runs? First win with two or less they, runs. Really? Yeah. So what did they win? Tanaka's complete game shutout. I thought it was two nothing. Yeah, I thought I think so too. Right? But my phone's dead, so I can't look that up. I'll look it up eventually. Yeah, I think that I, game I'm was two nothing. If you're watching, well, on maybe U- less than two. If rounds. you're watching on YouTube, we have some new graphics. Um, that really good. Took by me the about way. fifteen hours. Great today. job, Chris. Thank you to my wife and kids for putting up with my shit like nonstop. This is all I do sometimes. And it's messed up. Well, and I'm sorry. And I love you guys. You do. You're a good dad. Come yeah, on. whatever. Give yourself some credit. Whatever. But if you didn't notice, though, watching it, I didn't. I didn't catch it because I'm just not smart with that stuff. Chris set up the banners to mimic how they do it at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. where it is the standings? And I don't think I'll. Standings. I don't think I'll have to like adjust them much, unless the Red Sox continue to shit the bed. Yeah. Imagine. Well, yeah. I read. I read a stat or some, uh, something that the the Blue Jays. The Red Sox are closer in record to the Blue Jays now than oh, they are yeah, the Yankees. Oh, yeah, that's been, actually. Yeah. That's been, which is sad. Um, So, I mean, is it safe to say at this point, what was the date of that game, by the way? Which one? June 17th, we said? Yeah. The what, Tanaka the game? game? Yes. Yeah, look that up. No, 3 nothing. It was 3. Yeah. Um. So, wow, that's yeah. pretty crazy. Um. Yeah, I mean, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing, I guess. Why would that be a bad thing? Because you need that. I guess that would show that you really need your offense to be productive if you want to win games. Not really. It just means that their offense is because, fucking unreal. But when their offense scores two runs or less, then they, they usually don't win. Lose. Yeah, well, you know what? This day and age with the ball leaving the ballpark every second, uh, two runs isn't enough for anyone anymore. You're right. Even if your best pitcher's on the mound. I mean, home run. The home run rate is just wild. It's Do you think insane. there's something going on? Do you think they did something to the balls? I don't think. I don't know if MLB necessarily did. Um, I think something's different. I really do. Tanaka said it he, has to be. He thinks the seams are a little tighter. That's what Verlander was saying. That you can't even get a grip on the ball anymore. So for like a splitter, it's tough to throw because you need those. I don't even give a shit to be honest. It's everybody. It's not like it's just one team that I just listen. This is the. It just feels like, and it really has been a long time, but it just feels like it's been forever. 
since the Yankees have been this dominant, it's almost boring sometimes. Not that bo- Orioles series. I was getting that. I know what you mean. I wasn't, not, I wasn't not. getting bored. I thought. I I just mean like I'm so used to how many years now. I'm so used to being like, well, they're only seven back or they're only four back. Yeah. If they win, blah blah blah, they they can come back and do this. Now it's just like let's stay, let's get healthy, let's stay healthy. Because we got this division locked up. Didn't you tweet something like um, this was the first time since 2012 that they have a 10-game lead in the division? I think it was 2012. Mm. So 10 and a half games. That's seven seasons of where they weren't comfortable in first comfortable. place. Comfortable? No. Get that lead now. Not only that, when's the last time the Yankees were even in first I place? I think you have to like legitimately in first place. It's been a while, man. It's been a while think, since they were in first place, and we were like, "Oh, this team, this team has it." They're, there there they're was done. a few years ago, where they were in first place for like a week. Where sorry, they were, I meant the last time this team won the division. I think it was 2012. Oh, yeah, and yeah, that was the last time. Well, yeah, because you think about it, seven think, years just, since no, this team won the division. This way. Just think about all the times that they've been in the postseason since they played in all those new 2013 formatted wildcard games. 2014, they they didn't make the playoffs because that was Mo. They and didn't not two years in a row. Yeah, that was Mo and Jeter. No, they didn't go back to back years Rye. without making it. Right, really? it was Mo and Jeter's final games at the stadium, and it meant something because Yankee fans knew they weren't coming back for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for the postseason. So they knew that that was it. That was it. That was, those were those two years. 15, they won the wild, they they made the wild card because Tanaka pitched against Keuchel. Right, I remember that. We so they didn't win game. it that year. 2016, I don't think they made it. They, they missed the playoffs. Right? Yeah. 2017, they, yeah, 2016, they didn't make the playoffs. 2017, they played the, the Twins, and they made it to this Game 7 of the ALCS against... Yeah, the Yankees have played the most wild card games in this new format. 2018, wild card. Oakland. They haven't won the division since 2012. That's crazy. Because growing up, that's all they did. Not only did they win a bunch of World Series, but they won the division every single year. Yeah, up until 2012, it was really... 1995, that was the last... The, First of all, that was the first year of the wild card, I believe. Yeah. And second of all, that's the only time I remember them winning it through those that dynasty. They won the division every year. Yeah, and and it, and it became it went it got to the point where it was like you were expected to win the division and you were expected to win the World Series because yeah, of that. Yeah, of course. But now we're not there anymore. Like what? No, the the What do you think the general expectation is for a Yankee World fan? Series? It's all. It's still there. It's, it's always regardless. It's always going to be there, um, because any Yankee fan who will admittedly say this team isn't built for the World Series, uh, this is a rebuild, blah blah blah. Through those years, they're not good. At in the same breath, when they lose and they're out of it, be like this sucked. I thought they can. Of course. Of course you think they're going to every single year. You're not a true fan if you Look what the Mets are doing right now, mm-hmm. okay? If you told me just a week ago that this team was only going to be a game or so out of the wild card or what I think they were tied as of the other day. I mean, they were they were fighting to get back to 500 for so long and now they're just Do you rolling. think especially Met fans? Do you think any of them actually believe that that was going to happen? No. Never, no. never. The the one guy on the radio, I don't know if it was Jody Mack. Is that his name? I don't know. He was somebody who he, he was apologizing for like ten minutes because he oh, just a week ago called Michael Conforto a bust, and they have to get rid of him, dude. And now it's just it's dude's been on fire. But let me say this to to the Yankee fans out there who are getting bent out of shape because of what the Mets fans did the other night. Did you hear that? Yeah, Channing Yankees stupid, suck. right? Like, get over it. You just won the biggest game probably at City Field, biggest regular season game at City Field, right? That you've had in so get, long just, because you've just been the underdog. You've just been useless for so it's long. It's cringy almost, no? Yeah, it's disgusting. I, it's I, as a stupid. fan, I don't see myself ever but, thinking of another team like that. But can we just 
put the stupid ass fans aside for a second and just as as baseball fans just look at what this team's doing i had chills the other night yeah i've honestly like deep down i always say i don't hate the mets i hope i don't really ever hope they do well to be honest but I, for some reason this run you want to know what it is i think it's because they i don't know it's not like they had this like cocky were we you know we're better than everyone this is fine it was more of just like look man we got to pick this up for our manager we we are better than we're playing right now they've been they've been modest and i think uh guys like Frazier really he's, he's clutch man he he might he might have some like terrible strikeouts but when he has to come through he he does come through like here's what i mean by this point i watch met games and they have every right to just be frustrated beaten done and every single day it's just like you see how bad they want to win and all mm-hmm. of a sudden it just started happening which is crazy. I mean, it's crazy. What they did is absolutely crazy. Yeah, especially when everyone counted them out at this point. Hell yeah. But And you know what else I think goes a long way is if I'm a player on a team and it's the deadline, right, and my, my team is, is thinking, are we, are we buyers or are we sellers? And you think you're on a seller, but then all of a sudden it looks like they're buyers with going out and getting Stroman. That would, yeah. that would pump me up and motivate yeah. me as a player for that team. And ever since then... They've been the hottest team in baseball. I thought about that, too. Um, Maybe that did have a lot to do with it, where they were like, look, they really do believe in us. They went out, they got Stroman, blah, blah, blah. I think it's crazy to say, it really is. I think Grandpa Grandpa Regan has a lot to do with this. I think that sometimes when you have a guy like Dave Island, right, or really any pitching coach out there, that it becomes too analytical. It becomes too much of watch the tapes, see what you're doing wrong. This is what you're doing wrong here. Change this up. Switch the way you're holding your slider. And you you lose the the aspect of what it takes mentally to pitch. I mean, you could have the best stuff in the world. How many times have you seen a guy who's just absolutely filthy, but he can't? Get guys out. How many times have you seen that? It is just as much mental as it is physical. And I think Regan, Reagan, Regan. I honestly couldn't tell you. I think it's Phil Regan. And my phone is dead, so I won't be able to help you. Yeah, it's, I just don't know the pronunciation. But anyway, I think he tapped into something else. I think he tapped into, as as someone who has personal experience being him, uh, I think he tapped into what it means to be a pitcher mentally. Um, and these guys have just been going out there and finally pitching to their ability this year. Yeah, Syndergaard's been great. Their offense has been good. But, hey, I can't talk about the Mets for this long. Yeah, but long. they deserve it. I mean, they deserve people to talk about them right now. And then you flip that coin, and on the other side is the Boston Red Sox. Jesus. <laughs> They're almost worse than the than the Mets. They're only four games over five hundred now. What is happening over there? They just I think they hung it's them up. They hung them up. Here's what I love about the New York Yankees. Here's why I hate everyone who hates Brian Cashman. Even the years that they don't win a World Series, even the years they don't make the playoffs, we still get to watch real baseball the entire season. Yeah, Think about what that. Was that. What was that stat with Derek Jeter's entire career like? He only he, he played like a handful of games that didn't mean anything. I think only one game. Yeah. I think at it was Yankee his last Stadium. game, his last career game. At Yankee was Stadium. was the only game that didn't mean anything. At Yankee Stadium. Yeah. He played other ones on the road. But that last game at Yankee Stadium was the only one he ever played, I think, that, that they were mathematically eliminated. That's sick. I believe. But. Regardless, it's still. It's, and then. Fans will say back to me, well, who cares if they don't win the World Series? It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it does because I'm talking about being able to love the game Yes, for the entire six months. When you look back on the season. Right. Here's the best thing about being a baseball fan is that it's 162 games. So if you truly love baseball, if you love the team you root for, you get 162 games to sit and watch. Mm -hmm. But 
if your team sucks, that's the worst part of baseball. Because if your team sucks in football, you only have 16 weeks, right? Or whatever, 16 games in 17 weeks. So even if they suck, you're still watching. You're still, you know, I only get to do this for X amount of games. In baseball, like look at Mets fans for the last however many years. By, By June... They have nothing to watch anymore. Right. Could and you imagine that? Just to add to your football point too, like you're, and even when your team does suck in football, you'd still watch them and be like, I hope they get the first pick in the right. draft and stuff. Like no one watches baseball for that. And to add to that point, really how the Yankees and for so many years now, I mean, my entire life, they've had a winning season every single year for 27 straight years. It's I, insane. I, they're close to getting there now with, I think they need a couple more wins and they'll obviously they're doing that this year, but way that they entertain fans for an entire season they've only had 17 losses this year in which a save wasn't recorded that's crazy seven so 17 losses which would mean what 17 losses where they lose by more than more three than runs three. yeah and three of those games happened consecutively against boston that last week of july crazy that terrible series they lost three out of four crazy but other than that just two weeks of games worth two weeks worth of games where this team was even four runs isn't out of it, but but where they're out of it, right? And they're not entertaining you as a fan. Even the games when they're losing, like yeah. eight to one, yeah, or they nine lost to eight one. To they two, end up right? they end up coming back yeah, for most that. of them. That's that's what's good to watch. And too. Cashman gets a, first of all. Ca- did you did you read the story about Cashman? I didn't fully read it. Oh my god! What happened? Man. So he reported a couple weeks ago his Jeep Wrangler had gotten stolen. But they found it in, like, the Bronx or something. They found it uh, abandoned. Okay. But what they forgot to do was report that they found it. They didn't file that the car was found. So he was getting gas at, oh a, at a gas God. station. Oh, my God. Are you a, kidding me? And they ran the plates. Cops drove over. They ran the plates, and they and it was still recorded as stolen. Oh, my. So they, dude, they screwed. They, I don't know if they whipped out a gun on them. Or yeah. Something. They did, right? They had, I, I'm, I'm Brian Cashman. This is my car. But it's like <laughs> that's crazy. So yeah, they they thought he had stolen the vehicle, but it it just was a really uh, that's crazy, an unfortunate mistake there by the police department. Do you think like, do you think his ego got in the way at that point, and he was like, "Do you not know who I am?" Yeah, I was wondering how he handled. Like, like are you fucking um, kidding me right now? I'm Brian Cashman. I I don't I run the New York Yankees. <laughs> He would have been pretty angry. Speaking of angry, though, uh, Brett Gardner, man, we listen Dude. to everyone waiting for a Guardy report. It's uh. he, we had it scheduled today. He called us last minute and said he couldn't make it. Something with the jet. Something yeah, with, the I think jet. with the Brett jet. He doesn't. He doesn't really want to say anything right now. After yeah, I just th- I think it was more or less he can't get into it because mm-hmm. if he hits one of us, right, it's over for him. But dude. First of all, like you can't hit a regular person. Did you watch it? Were you watching that live? Yes, crazy. Were you? I was kind of like cringing at him in the before I knew the context of it. Like I was like, I was like, Gardner, relax. Whatever happened, you got to relax. Because I thought he just got he was reacting that way to getting oh rightfully tossed. But then seeing that he literally didn't say anything. The only thing he did was two pitches prior. He banged the roof I, that's of the like dugout. That's his thing. Like Which, the by the thing. way, I swear to God, I didn't tell my son Jack to do this. I just think he was doing it. We had the the sunroof screen open on the car the other day, so the glass was still there. And he has this like little blue Yankee bat. He just starts banging the the top of the a little mini Brett there. I think he's a I think he's a Brett fan. But yeah, man, that was wild. But seeing that is he's literally I've never seen an umpire do that. Yeah, he's, which even if he said something like go over and give a warning. I understand you can't complain about balls and strikes, but I mean, did Maven scream fuck at that point? Because because fuck will get you thrown out. He might have said something, dude. He was sitting next to Gardner on the bench. I know he screamed at one point. The best part, though, was like for three minutes, Gardner sitting there going, just talking about like anything. And then he goes, then someone like looks at him and they're like, yeah. dude, you, you got to go. You got thrown out. He's like, he's like, wait, man. He's staring like blindly. And then he thinks they're joking. And then all it's like you're watching this in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Every Everything is starting. You're watching it process in his brain. And then he just explodes. You see CeCe 
<laughs> I saw just a because picture he keeps of him screaming looking. out because he's going. Boone goes back out and he asks the umpire, "Did did I get tossed too?" The umpire. Oh yeah, who me? <laughs> the umpire goes, "No, this was after everything." The umpire goes, "No, I didn't. You're still good. Like you're not thrown out of the game." Mm, yeah, I think I might have saw something. And then, oh, oh yeah. And, and then, no, and then he's, he's screaming, how about me? Yeah, how about, how about me? me? I'm gone? CeCe's laughing, right? And CeCe's laughing. <laughs> that was hilarious, man. Just a, <sighs> honestly, just a crazy. And and if they were struggling right now, you would be so much more pissed off about it. The fact that this team is just so dominant in the AL East right now, and yeah. Guardy reacted the way he did, it was more entertaining than anything well, what, else. What pissed off Gardner there was that it forced them. They didn't have another outfielder other than Aaron Judge, and and Judge needs his days off. So so Gardner was pissed that he he his him getting thrown out had to force Judge into that game, right? And I that, mean, and then did you see that call later in the game with the Maven? I think it was Maven. He they called it a a foul ball because they said the ball hit his bat twice. Oh my God, that was and it was awful. Even, it wasn't even close. That's a non-reviewable. Which I don't get why that's non-reviewable because, hold on, isn't a hit-by-pitch reviewable now? I don't know. Like where they could review if it hit you or not so you can't like act and say it hit you? I don't Yeah. I yes. should look that up. I believe so. Like if that's reviewable, then why isn't the foul ball hitting your bat twice reviewable? That's a good question because I think fair it is foul, fair foul yeah. is reviewable like a home run. I mean, that was clearly not hit twice here's why here's why i would think because the umpire is calling a dead ball right which then stops the fielders from making the play Mm -hmm. right you see the umpire say dead ball what are you doing as a fielder okay well let me pick up the fucking ball then i'm done yeah so it's not fair to the fielders that the umpire made a mistake right because they stopped playing can't that argument also be used for the hit by pitch no because they rule dead ball if it hits you, but if it didn't hit you, then the play would continue. I think it's you. Maybe you can only challenge the other way around. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe it's the team that feels they got hit can challenge. Mm-hmm. But if he calls dead ball, maybe you can't. I don't know. I don't know. But I think that's the reason why. If he didn't, if he didn't call Maben for hitting the ball uh-huh. twice and say he really did can they review it then i think they can review the it i think it. they can say no that wasn't a base hit it hit his bat twice that game really sucked that was definitely the worst game of the series because those two games kind of sucked yeah but that one they lost eight to two and that that game they were i don't know if they were winning at this point but dj LeMayhew made i don't even know if they called it an error he just lost the ball and the, oh. and the lights or whatever then, no they were winning at that yeah point. they were winning two to one i think yeah and then he lost the ball. And then a three-run homer. Hap was pissed about it. How about Bo Bichette? The what the hell is Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette, man. He is good, dude. He's phenomenal. His father played. His father, yeah. He was there. Um, oh, yeah. I think I saw that. Let's talk to, because you brought up DJ, so we got to talk about some guys here who have just been phenomenal outside of DJ LeMayhew. Gio Urshela, man. Did you see my tweet the other day? I don't know. He hit. Uh, he hit two home runs. After hitting two home runs the game before, I tweeted, uh, it was the first Yankee to do that since 2013, I believe, to have back to back games with two home runs and four RBIs in each. Aren't and sure? uh, no, that's who I thought it was going to be. A Rock? Alfonso Soriano. Oh, remember, remember that, that run, dude? Yep. He had like a great, he had a crazy and nine we RBI like, game the and one we time. We were like, this is why they brought him back. I think it was against the Rangers. I think you're right. Remember, dude, he had like a grand slam, then a three-run home run. Dad was actually, our dad was actually at that game, I think. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I'm almost positive that for some reason I remember that. If you think about it, speaking of like... Because we're brothers. We are. Like how great DJ LeMay... Like I've never seen a season being had that like by a Yankee that DJ LeMay who is having this season, but that run Alfonso Soriano went on that year, I think if that's the same one, was... Like one of the best runs I've ever seen a is player. Is DJ call. LeMayu starting? No, no, I'm not even gonna say it. Oh, you gotta. I feel like he's had a couple errors lately, or like know. some misplays, and like that. That was that was just the unfortunate error. But yeah. I mean, can you blame the guy? He's he's playing first Dude, base one so day. Good. 
and then second, when, third. When you're Jay Happ at that point, and I tweeted this too, you don't fucking go out there and give up a no. You bail three, him out. You gotta you gotta pick your teammates up, and who's the one guy who deserves to be picked up more than anyone? DJ. Come on, man. It's totally ridiculous. Agree. Yeah, I actually said the exact same thing after he gave up the. That really pissed me day. off. What are they going to do with Jay Happ? I mean, what is this team going to do? I'm thinking that you don't get rid of them. I I could see them if this continues to the midway point of next season. I could see them just cutting ties. Really? Yeah. But I I it's well the problem now is you don't have anyone. Right. He was a lock for me this whole time to be on the postseason roster, but now I think it's going to be a toss up if he's going to get that if he if he gets if he's going to get a roster spot. I'm not saying this would ever happen. I'm just asking hypothetically. If it came down to one more spot, you had to choose CC or Hap. That's what I, that's exactly what's in my head right now. Who would you choose? CC. Yeah. Right to. now, I would. You have to. You have to. You, you have to. That, that that would be my thing. I it's I think the final spot is going to come down to three guys. It'll be CC, Hap, or Nestor Cortez. Sevi is coming back. Yeah, he's feeling good. Said he, he went better than expected. Better than expected. You don't which, hear that often Jesus this season Christ. with injuries. But Tantus, I'm hearing, is not far behind him. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm hearing the same stuff. Listen, man, if this team can end up with Batances and Severino back, even if Severino is like building himself back up, just give me the give me a guy with a fresh arm right now yeah. who has who has electric stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? I know people are concerned, but this is a guy who is notorious for falling off at the end of the season over his last two good years but in the first half when he really gets when he first starts the season one of the best in the league when he he's on he is i mean i think he is yeah his first 20 games i don't know if it, it was i think it was 2 years ago and he fell off mm-hmm. he had like 18 wins or something be he had like 15 wins by the all-star break something like that something crazy that was last season and the year before mm mm-hmm. I don't know, something crazy. And it just like, you're like, he's guaranteed 20, 25 wins at this point. Yeah. And he didn't even end up with 20. So. Then yeah. the second half of the year last year, he was like leading in ERA. So we're talking about a guy who, even if he's not 100% Sevy, give me 90, 95% of first half Sevy. And guess what? That's with this bullpen. If you're going to add Batances now, that's all you need. That's it. You got Tanaka. Is this their best bullpen ever, even without Batances? I don't know. It's weird. On paper, yes. But there's something about this bullpen, and I don't know if it's because our expectations are so high. I don't know what exactly it is, but when this team has a big lead, four runs, if you want to call that big, uh, four runs or so, I'm like... It's easily in the bag. Even if Chapman comes in with three and gets into trouble, maybe go to someone else, they'll figure it out. But when this team has like a one or two run lead late in the game, I should be confident Mm -hmm. that nothing is going to happen. And I'm not for some reason. I'm like always on the edge of my seat. Today, look, Chapman, yeah, he's been tired, I'd say, lately. But I still shouldn't be sitting there with a one-run lead in the ninth. Yeah, I was worried about that one. With a guy who is being paid the amount of money he is and has the stature of, you know, one of the best in the game right now, I shouldn't be sitting there going, they're not going to win this game. Because yeah, he only has one run. Hit, and then Chapman had to come, and I totally thought it was going to get blown. And I can't, you can't feel that way in the postseason. I mean, it's scary. I guess the main difference, though, like, because I, I think that's kind of been the case with their middle relievers for a few years, but it's been their offense that doesn't come through to bail them out in a way or, or make it so you don't even realize it. This year, their offense has been so high-powered where every single night they're scoring so many runs that yeah. you're just not even thinking about that's that what I'm one saying. and two-run lead. You're right. Because they don't need – they don't. I, I wonder how many games they've even had where they've only had a one to two-run lead that they've won. Probably there probably hasn't been many. No, they usually win games by a good amount. But I mean, at the end of the day, everyone you can't even talk good about this team. 
because the the number one response back is well this is in October come October they're not built to win a championship so on and so forth I get it I get it they didn't get a pitcher they didn't but that doesn't mean you're not watching a phenomenal baseball team right now it doesn't it just means that they might have to get creative that's what they're gonna have to do and you know who's gonna be a really important I think make or break for them is Aaron Boone he's gonna he has to, he has been the make or yeah, break he's gonna have to make a lot of good smart moves in the postseason any other team that and would endure this type of adversity injuries whether they had depth or not crazy they would not have the not same results level. not the best unless, team in baseball unless they had a manager like Aaron Boone like the way he manages this baseball team he it's ha- the truth he has to win manager of the year right or is are they not going to give it to him because it's the Yankees like is it going to be the twins it's going to be Rocco Baldelli Oh, I gotta crack my back, man. You know what bothered um, me with they Alex Jones? They probably won't because it'll be like oh, the Yankees. How hard could it be? With the Alex Jones on Joe Rogan, you notice how much he was belching during when he's going. I just yeah, did that. yeah. It just reminded me of it. it. Makes me you can't even breathe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you just, bro, I, just I just did that. It reminded me of it. Christian does it all the time. Yeah, he does. He's like, excuse oh, me, excuse God. me. I had Chinese food. Yeah, yeah. He, he tells you what he ate. Wait, what were you just saying? I just cut you off for no reason i don't know i don't remember uh it's been a long day yeah it's been a long day um probably something yankee related though i mean there's really not a lot to even discuss with this with this team you gotta you gotta just something with boone i think oh yeah whatever Whatever. boone's been phenomenal yeah he's been very very good really what you take out of this team is not just like hey how is this happening how do they keep getting injured yet keep winning? Well, we just touched on one reason. You have a manager who does not allow himself, doesn't allow anyone in that clubhouse to really deviate from the main goal, the main focus. And I think that's extremely important. No matter what's happening on the field, off the field, Boone is the same guy. And that translates to, to your players. I'm telling you right now it does. Because I've I've played very competitive baseball. I've played in college, and my first coach got fired because he was a fucking maniac. Mm-hmm. He put his he he put his hands on one of the players, threw him up against the the, the dugout. It was a play. It was a conference championship game, so it was being televised wherever, streamed wherever, and they caught him. And the nurse was there, or the trainer was there. And she reported it. But with every loss, when he would come on the bus or whatever and start flipping out, you would just sit there. And he was a great coach. He was probably the best coach I've ever played for. But you would sit there and be like, dude, this guy's a maniac. We better not fuck this up. And you would you would get to practice. You'd be tense. You'd be scared to have fun. You would get to the games and pray to God you won instead of just being naturally confident or showing up to practice and being able to have fun and work hard at the same time. You wouldn't know what kind of mood he was showing up in. Mm -hmm. Boone, you don't question that. He's Aaron Boone every single day. He's the same guy. You're right. And I think that, I think that translates with young guys, with young talented guys. He's getting, we always talk about managers and that even if they don't have everything to do with the game anymore, there's one thing they'll always have to do with the game, and that's getting the best out of their players. And we know that Boone has gotten the best out of his players this year. Yeah, he's really shaping out to be like the perfect prototypical modern-day baseball he manager. He really is, and that's what that I That guy that, that's well-liked in the clubhouse, that that tells the truth but but in a smart way. Right. And look at their record the last two years. This is the first two years ever managing. This could be a this could be back to back hundred win uh, seasons. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, who else could have done that? Maybe AJ Hinch did it with Houston. I I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I really don't. Alex Cora certainly won't. No, I think it's impossible. No. Yeah. So 
That's one thing. And then also, you know, just the players that they have on the roster and just every time they're they're talking to the media or whatever, it's all just that con- we just talk. Talk, man. They all just want to win and they know that it's just, there's more to it than than the individual individuality of the sport and that they're they're just a really good team. This is the best team I've ever watched. Yeah. They're they're not just great individual players. They play well as a team and they they just I think the biggest difference between this team and 98 because everyone I fucking hate the people who are like in a different generation mm-hmm. that were older during 1998 and are like this is the best fucking team watch 1998 yeah, yeah yeah i did dick mm-hmm. okay and i know that they had the best record and i know they won the world series i'm not saying good. this team is better than 1998 what i'm telling you is this is the best team that i've watched because in 1998 they had a phenomenal they had a phenomenal team top to bottom mm-hmm. did they have guys that overachieved yeah every team does but this team right now which is my second point Everyone's overachieving. All the guys who should never amount to anything, weren't expected to amount to anything, are not just performing better than expected. They are literal superstars this year. Look at Mike Talkman. I know. Look at Gio Urshela. It's unheard of. It's unheard of. And when you listen to people talk about them, professionals in this industry... They don't even know what to say because who? When have you seen this? For when have you seen a Yankees team built this way, where they've had guys step up, but then not only just step up, but become basically superstars? Crazy. Not just step up, but then carry. And here's the thing, too. You've seen. I think this is what you were trying to say. You've seen guys like Shelly Duncan, right? He's a Mm. great fucking example. Shelly Dunks. He he what? He had like 10 straight games of home runs or some shit, whatever yeah. it was. And you... And, I don't think it was that, and, but it was something Whatever good. it was. And then you were like, this is a fucking guy's a superstar. I love Shelly Duncan. Right. He's ugly, exactly he's ugly as fuck and he scares me when I look at him. But Shelly Duncan is our he next... kind of look like the guy from the Goonies. Oh my God, he's so ugly, right? Yeah. But <laughs> but then like a it week a week after everything, you're like, where's Shelly Duncan? He retired? Oh, he hasn't gotten a hit in the last 10 years? They cut Shelly Duncan? He was our best player. You're waiting for this Jabba Chamberlain. Yeah. Phil Hughes. Well, Jabba Jabba had more success, and Phil Hughes is mediocre, that motherfucker. I actually got into a fight with him on (laughs) Twitter. Yeah, that's funny. He he retweeted an image. I had a nice poll about him. Which was talked about during the Yankee game, I know. And Ruko... Ruko would have given me... Ruko and I... um, talk via social media a lot um he actually did an article that i wrote he helped me out with um but i feel like ruko would have made a mention even if he didn't mention my handle he would have said something to the effect of someone posted a poll Mm -hmm. but all he said was phil hughes was talking about uh how he's a hall of fame tweeter right and i'm like well, what's going on here? So I go on Phil Hughes' Twitter, and he didn't even retweet the poll. He screenshots it, crops out my name, uh-huh. <laughs> and then posts it. So I called him out. I was like, yeah, here's your legacy. Rightfully so. Here's your legacy. You know, someone who doesn't show any love, just photo screenshots with no retweet, whatever. So he apologized. Yeah, he and said, then, sorry, props. And then nice did poll. you see Tommy, our buddy Tommy? No. Did you see he... he uh, commented, Phil, you got to go on the MIYST podcast, and he responds back, "Don't tell me what to do." <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. That's yeah. great. Anyway, uh, I don't know what were we even talking. Jesus, about? man, that that's what's so hard with doing this kind of stuff. You got to like remember what you're talking about all the time. Talkman. Maybe I, that's I kinda, what we're, yeah, we're yeah, I do Talkman. remember. Anyway, Shelly Dunn. Now you have guys who are just. Not only sustaining it, but exceeding it almost every single week, it feels like. It's crazy, man. It's absolutely insane. And that's why the whole next man up thing, whatever whatever it is, that's why that's a big reason why they're winning. But where does that stem from? Where does that start? 
where does a guy like Mike Talkman getting mm. called up and finding the confidence? Well, of course, it starts with Cashman. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was right? thinking. But it takes more than just acquiring a player for that player to be great. Sure. Right? So sure. where does it start? Where does Mike Talkman get off coming up and being confident enough to perform the way he has? That from starts the in the clubhouse from the manager. You're right, dude. It really does. Because he's he has now generated a culture in New York unlike I've ever seen. Because we there's always been a winning culture here. But now it's just a matter of I don't care who you are, what your name is, how long you've been in the minor leagues. You're gonna come up here and you're gonna you're gonna win and you're gonna be successful. And whether it's just for one game but it's not ten games. It's not just like where you you hear him say, and you're like, okay, guy. Like you believe it. You, be, you well, believe. Well, that's it. the biggest thing. Yeah, def totally. Because you look over at the Mets before this whole run. The biggest reason why I never thought they'd ever do it is because Mickey Calloway sounds like a corny idiot when he talks about it. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, we're coming around the corn. I'm yeah. gonna do it." come we're good no you're not good you suck right like when Booney goes out there he's like look man we suck right now Mm -hmm. but we're right there I feel it these guys are way too good blah 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 and it translates because he's genuine this isn't just like a well you know we're we're gonna turn it around this is just what it is and you don't belong here if you don't feel it and all these guys belong here because that clubhouse chemistry culture is so strong. Yeah, you're right. You man. can't even turn your back on it. You can't. No, it's just it, it's the confidence level. I've never seen a team as confident as they are. Crazy. Got a vape. <laughs> you got a vape, dude. Let's look. <laughs> I just want to look ahead. I mean, you got anything else you really want to touch on here? Um, Our, we were going to do like a whole show where we broke down each player and like the differences between what they're doing now compared to like their career average just mm-hmm. to really, but you know what? That's still a good idea for a show. Right. But maybe we save it for like, that could be a good after off the season, season show. Yeah. And just really fill some content it just, there. Just feels different this year. I think that's the main thing we were going to try to, do with that is that it just the way that they're winning and just the confidence that they're winning in it's just different all right so the yankees go uh back home they play the baltimore orioles who shouldn't even be a fucking they have a doubleheader tomorrow right yes yep they have a 105 start in the afternoon uh this be their sixth doubleheader 705 hey they've They've been filthy, right? You tweeted they were nine and one this year. Yeah. yeah. And they lost their first uh opener game now. Yeah, they're ten and one now in opener games. That's crazy to me. And you're right. I think that's that could be uh a way they go in the postseason. I think it'll be more of a starter actually coming in after the opener, though. I don't think it's gonna be like Here's Chad Green, and then let's go to Nestor Cortez. I think it's going to be like, here's Chad Green, then maybe we throw, you know, Paxton mm. or someone. I could see them doing that with Paxton. I don't know, though. I, I think they'll go with starting pitchers, but very, very short leashes and th- three innings where you can pitch three innings, but once like, you put a runner on, you're done. I hate, I hate the idea of James Paxton sucks in the first inning, so let's, yeah. let's use an opener. For, no, because... His first inning it's his is first still, inning. but maybe he should try an opener. And while that first inning is underway, he's in the bullpen throwing bullpen throwing a simulated inning, mm-hmm. just like he would. It's no longer warm up. This is in game. One hundred percent on that mound. Maybe that's what he needs. And then you come out for the second or third inning, whatever it may be. He's looked good his last two. He looks great. He, he's starting to turn the corner. I'm telling you, man. I, I almost put, I definitely don't put him in there, but I almost would 
put Paxson in that Tanaka category where I really think Paxson's going to come through in the big game for them. I'm saying it's I hope so. I, I really think he's going to come through. For I them really hope so. Season. He seems like the kind of guy who's That's like, who goes out there, grabs his fucking bulls. They have so many just businessmen on that team. You know, There's a bunch of guys who just go out there, do their job, do it well, get gotta, paid, gotta do your job, do it well. I mean, think of Tanaka. Like, look, pretty much every game now, unless they go on a drastic losing streak, it, they don't really. They're not really height, heightened in terms of yeah. like importance. But for Tanaka in an individual standpoint, today was a very important game for him because he's been struggling. Yeah. So yeah. for him to come out there this was a very in a big, game where their offense game. didn't show up. Yep. And to go out there and throw eight plus. Not only did their offense not show up, but they've lost two in a row now. Mm-hmm. And need they're to on stop. a losing streak. You don't want to lose a series. That against was it. That's a good point. That was a great, great job by him today. And he he I loved how he was just watching that game in the ninth with Chapman. Like he was just yeah. like, come on, chat. Just so get they, it done. They got four against the Orioles. I mean, that's a, I, they just, just sweep, sweep them. them. Yeah, come, come on, on, guys. It's the, it's the These Orioles. These guys suck. They suck. They'll probably lose one. They're very bad. And then they got four against the Indians. So they play two teams this entire week. Yeah, what? Then then that Indian stretch starts a pretty tough string of games for them because then what is Well, Oakland, then they're off Monday. And they go to Oakland. And I don't know when we'll come back to you, uh, everyone listening, but um, or watching on YouTube. I don't know when we'll come back to you, but it might be n- might not be until next Monday. Um, but then they go to the West Coast where they have the A's. I'm pumped for that Dodgers series. A's and Dodgers. And then the Mariners. And then the A's come back to yeah, us. I think we're going to one of those games. Uh, yeah, we are. Whatever. Uh, so, hey, look. Here's the best part of the end of August right now you got four games right now against the Orioles you have to take advantage especially with the tough stretch coming up you want to win these these games where they're pretty easy to win then not easy to win you get what I mean then you end the month against the dreadful Mariners and then two at home against the A's you still have a lot of games in August that you can easily win before you go into September. Man, this shit could be wrapped yeah. the fuck up. I think their magic number is 36. Yeah. Well, you got all that. I had something else to say, but I can't. Oh, maybe the Field of Dreams that they're going to be playing a game oh, uh, yeah, we against Chicago to, next year. That's awesome, Dreams, man. That's Finally, sick. a good idea. Now, did you see the design for the stadium, did though? Did you see my tweet back in April? No, where I had the Yankees coming out of a corn right, field, right, right. like all the dead Yankees, yeah, yeah, the injured yeah, yeah, ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. who are all pretty much still on the on the you IL. Reposted that I did. Oh, okay, I said I think I, saw I that put on Reddit. I put me, and then colon whatever, and I said tweets this back in April, and then I put MLB, Yankees, White Sox, Field of Dreams, done. <laughs> they stole my idea. Yeah, you probably triggered that whole idea. I probably triggered you got it. it. Uh, but did you see the design for it? It's pretty awesome. It's so unreal. You got the the. They're not playing on the cornfield stadium, but the the center field of the cornfield is now a patch of dirt that you walk through, and right. that's the pathway Love to get it. to the new stadium that they're building, I guess, for yeah. this event. So that was 8, really cool. People. Now my question is: You gotta have Kevin Costner throw out the first pitch to Ray have Liotta. To. to Ray Liotta, though, have to like in the movie. Have to. Or you have to have all the players throw a pitch to their dad. Or you get the guy who played his dad in Field of Dreams. That was the catcher. Ray Liotta. No. Ray Liotta played Shoeless Joe Jackson. Oh, you're right. Shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're right, dude. Did I say that right? Shoeless Joe Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. Shoeless Joe from Hannibal, Missouri. Um... Hannibal Mo. That's song. actually finally a good idea. That's going to be finally a good idea. Awesome. Especially for people of Iowa. Like, they don't get to watch professional baseball in Iowa. That should be exclusive to Iowans. Is that how you. How expensive? Oh, I was thinking that because apparently it only sits 8,000. And how many of those are going to be. Well, they got to have press, right? You, they got to uh, have yeah. a lot of press room. Yeah, true. Because you can't have the media and like high-named people taking up too many seats. 
you got to have you got to have some some fans. real fans there. You really do. This is going to be crazy. That movie always kind of scared me when they would step off the field and turn into an and old die. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like, and go back to being dead. Oh my god, that was kind of like horror, a horror movie for me at some point. Sometimes I sit and I'm like, what kind of drugs did the did the writer of this movie do? And he was like, you know what, dude, he must really love baseball. We should have a bunch of fucking dead guys come out of a come corn out of the corn maze. But guess what? They can't fucking leave. Dude, they, that's a horror movie on paper. That's a horror movie. It is. But if they leave, they turn Maybe it was, and then man. Costner showed up. Kevin Costner showed up. Field of Nightmares. <laughs> and he was like, and he like started doing the read and had a completely different take. And he was like crying because it was so, in- and the, then the writers were like, holy shit, genius. Did you know that Kevin Costner wanted to be a professional baseball player? Yes, I did. But he always said I'm too short he's too short and then he decided to become an actor and right when he made that move he had a growth spurt but he said it's too late I'm gonna be an actor I guess if you're not good enough to be something you can always try and act like you're something right but isn't it funny like I always notice with like sports movies and stuff when it's a like Kenny Powers and Eastbound and Down how terrible his mechanics were but if you picture Kevin Costner in your head yeah yeah. he was he was pretty good same with uh Charlie Sheen was actually uh Really? Yeah. Watch him in friggin' uh, what's that movie? Major League. He, he hate used that to, fucking movie. He's throw ninety miles per hour. Charlie hate that Sheen. movie. Yeah, you don't like that movie. It's good. I I don't love it. I only but like two baseball movies. Yeah, six, right sixty one. Best best baseball movie and possibly top ten greatest movies. Yeah, I was made. really thinking about that movie. Just how well it how you know why that movie is so great is because Billy Billy Crystal, Crystal was. He's such a passionate Yankee fan. I mean, the guy literally signed a a one-day contract with the team to play in spring training. Remember that? Which is kind of fucking crazy. Yeah, that's pretty. I want to do that. Why can't I do that? Oh, that's what I was going to say. Now that it's the end of the show, please, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, please leave us a rating and review. And please, please, even if it's a bad review, watch us on YouTube right now. We got some new shit going on, and I like it. I'm excited to watch this. Yeah, I'm actually very impressed. I'm excited. With the banner. I'm excited to watch this. Um, so if you listen and you've never watched, head How to YouTube. How close is this camera on me right now? It's literally up your nose. It's it's like really up your nose. Head yeah. of my face. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I have nothing else. Let's just keep keep at it. We me and Christian said it last week. You know, just slow it down a little. Don't slow down the winning. I'm just saying, take a deep breath. Yeah. Realize how far ahead you are. That you, what this does is it gives you the ability to rest, guys, but and don't get healthy. Get comfortable. But don't get warm and comfortable. Um. You know, you gotta, you gotta still bury. I will say this though, man. You gotta still, you gotta still put your foot on the throats of the Rays right now. You do. Yeah. And oh, you yeah, got to have totally. the best record. You, you have to have the best record. I was about to say that. You guys were kind of against that point I made of, of before. No, I never was. Yes. Oh, dude, I'm going to fucking pull up. When? The, recently? Yes, bro. You got to, I got to find this. Like, I wish my phone wasn't dead right what did now. I, I want to call you out. What did I say? I said that the Yankees need to finish this season, not just with the division, but with the best record, because if they don't have that best record... This was over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, this was probably, for me, like four shows ago. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find okay. it. Okay. And I said that the Yankees need to finish with the best record because they can't face the Astros in the first round. And I tied it all to that point that they do not want to face the Astros. Okay, but they're not going to. If they finish with the best record, they won't. No, even if they don't. What about Minnesota. Minnesota is a is a division team. That means we would play. That's what me and Christian. Oh, no, the yes, best team would dude. play the wild card winner. Yeah, the Astros would play probably the Indians. Right now, the Twins are in first place. And when we talked about that, the Indians. Getting my point. I, I but when I was making this point, it was the Twins and the Yankees were one and two. And I said that if the if the Yankees don't get the one and the Twins do, then the Yankees are going to have to face the Astros in yes. the first round. Okay, fine. That's fair. Yeah, I gotta pull that up again. But I'm. Pre- but wait, now the, are is Houston the number two now? Houston is number two. Are the Twins falling a little bit? I haven't even followed them. I don't know. But my point was that they need to finish with the best record because they can't face Houston in the first round. 
That was my main argument, and you guys said, no, nah, I don't care. You said you you wouldn't mind facing Houston in the first but round. But even if we had the second-best record, we wouldn't face Houston. If Houston had yes. the best record. If, right, if Houston had the best record, but, you but were at saying, that time okay, it was more of a it. debate between Minnesota and the Yankees. No, yeah, I listen. Where, like, if the Yankees don't ha- finish the best record, that's fine, but then okay. Houston has to finish right. with the best record. You are right. It's got to be Houston or Yankees as the we one. We were saying that if it had to come to that, it's not the end of the world mm-hmm. in a sense of you just you ha- you take what you get and right. fuck you're it. gonna have to I'm face not gonna them be eventually. scared right but would I would I rather face them in a seven game series absolutely I don't want to face that team in a in a five game series no thanks best of five with those pitchers with the, even before Granky no yeah even before him no yeah nope one hundred percent. But they got to. They yeah. Still... So I I also take back that I said that would uh, that you were disagreeing because my point was something kind of completely different. But here's the most important reason why they need the best record, because no matter when they play the Houston Astros, if that in fact does happen, which is extremely likely, yeah, they need home field advantage. Yeah, totally. They n- here's here's what it is: finish with a better record than the Astros. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's your biggest thing. Yes. Because yes. Yankees home field advantage in 2017, they probably go to the World Series. They didn't If game 7 is played at They didn't eight, lose a home game. If games right? right? No. That entire postseason. If game 7 is played in, in New York, they're they're probably at least winning the pennant. That's a fact. Because they dropped their first two well, against Cleveland. Fact. Then they won their next two at home, and then they—they it was just a home team kept winning in that Houston series, and the and Houston unfortunately had one more home game than the Yankees did. So I think that that's extremely yes. important. That's ultimately the main goal and I, and, is to and finish better that. than Houston, and they know that. Yeah. So it's not they like they're going to gonna be like, "Oh, these games don't matter. We yeah, clinch." So they can't like it is going to matter, but it gets to a point where you have such a big lead that. Yeah, you want to be better than the Astros, mm. but health you also need to be healthy, and sometimes health might become more important at that point. And plus, I imagine that the Yankees will take that approach where they're just, you know, not not completely relaxed in September, but they have so much friggin' depth with these call-ups that come up in September yeah. that they could put out their B, C lineups, and they're better than most Every lineups. time Boone throws out a and shit lineup, lineups, they, they kill it. Out. They win. They have, they have AAA guys. I told Every you. Night, it majority of their lineup is AAA guys two years ago. It truly doesn't matter who was in that lineup. They find a way to win. They do. It's awesome. All right. Let's wrap this shit up. Uh, we'll probably be back next week. I'm working. I didn't, I didn't tell Christian this yet because he's been gone, but I'm working on getting us a in, an internet radio station. That would be cool. thinking about we got to have more content, man. Doing shows once a week, even when the schedule doesn't, and we've we've all had some crazy shit going on, but doing a show once a week doesn't cut it. If I can come up here late night, it'd be like an after hours type show, like eleven o'clock, midnight, whatever. People can call in; it'll be live, no video, mm-hmm. probably just calls, mm-hmm. and just like give some more content. I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying to see what it entails, and I think it would be cool. Yeah, like so that, that could happen. That'd be cool. That could happen where I'm just kind of... And at my point is, if you guys... Well, Christian goes to bed at like 8. But if you guys... Yeah, he eats dinner at like 3. ...ever wanted to come over and do it too, whatever. But we'll be back probably not until next Monday. Thank you for listening. You want a fun Boston Red Sox stat before we go? I do. They are under 500 at home this year. Ooh. Ooh, that's tough. Good. You want to hear a better stat? Yeah. This doesn't. I don't know if this is if this is true anymore. But after the Yankees won their fifteenth straight at Camden Yards, I tweeted the Yankees. <laughs> the Yankees have won fifteen straight games at Camden Yards. The Orioles have won seventeen games at Camden Yards all season, which means that. Orioles fans that is hilarious. Orioles fans <laughs> have almost seen the Yankees win there more than the Orioles for this entire year. I know that 15 games spans over more than one season. My point is so you have a better chance of dude, seeing the Yankees win there than the Orioles this season. That's only but that's only the course of two seasons, right? 
That Yankees one? Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Oh, in the co- yeah, because yeah. they well, only yeah, played they only straight. Yeah, and they lost a couple games last year there, so they it must have been from like July or August. But crazy. that is wild. They've only won 17 at home this year. I don't year. know if that's different right. now. That it might was... be like 19 now or But won. still. I mean, how how that, awesome is that? You found that one? Yeah. That's an awesome stat. Yeah. I like that one. That is a better one than the Boston one. All right, let's wrap this shit up. You got anything else you got to say? Nah, man, we're good. All right, stack guy rock. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.